everybody. It's Derek. And it's Doug. What's up? Not a whole lot. Up here for episode 31, I believe, of Gaming and Chill. That sounds about right to me. Man. Have you been? Uh, doing well. Lots of work. Have you been watching anything fun? Uh, finished watching Voltron, actually. Season 2, right? Yep. Started and finished in one day. <laughs> I've done it in one sitting. That's like four and a half hours. Me, I mean, me too. It's not bad. I really liked it. Yes. But, you know... I also watched some uh, other anime, but that we'll be talking about later. Yes. So, uh, Voltron. Yeah. The big release. I uh, loved it and super happy that it's out. Oh, yeah. Me too, bro. Uh, Lots of cool plot threads that they picked up from season one. I have to go back and rewatch season one to see some of the stuff. Okay. I uh, I watched like that like a week ago. Yeah. Well, there's some things that knowing that what we know now... They can go back and watch, because I was reading online, that they lay some hints in season one to some stuff. Oh? Uh, I can't say it, because we're not doing spoilers till at least a couple weeks from now, because it just released like two days ago. Yeah. So let's let's not spoil anything. But uh, it was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed the fact that it didn't feel like there was an off episode. The only off episode I can say was maybe the mall episode. Oh, no, I loved it. I mean, I loved it, but... As far as, like, cohesiveness of the story, I would say that it was, like, the bottle episode. The bottle episode? Yeah, you know when, like, a episode, you could remove that episode and there's no real character progression or anything like that? Okay, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, we learn that, I mean, that it's not spoiler, but uh, Hunk is a really good cook, uh, and they make an off joke by Area 51. Yeah. And I love that joke. Yeah. I'm going to be rewatching season two again. I love that Varkon Mall Cup. Yeah. Uh, see, it really is like, it really is. If you're a fan of season one, it really goes right into it. Oh, yeah. And I love the art style and the fact that it's very close to Avatar Legends of Korra. Yes. Um. So I'm really, I really enjoyed that. It really is just like, hey, you, we know you love Voltron, and we know. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was really, really good. As soon as it came out, I was like, ooh, I'm downloading it to my phone from Netflix so I can watch it. Uh, at work. At my desk on break. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, it was. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, for me, there wasn't an off episode. Even things that were they didn't weren't entirely necessary. I think it was really nice to see kind of like characters mellowing out, mellow out. Yeah. Just kind of like, Hey, we're not all about being serious all the time. Yeah. So I do love how they keep up the trend of, uh, Lance being close to like Sokka. Yeah. And that he is silly, but very determined. He can be serious, but everybody kind of discounts him, but it's, he's, he's awesome. He, he's sense. Sokka. Yeah. Um, we do know there is going to be a season three. Yes. Um, I mean, there has to be. Oh, if there's not the world riots. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about next week, uh, well, this week, picking up some of the comic books that were from Legendary Defenders. Ooh. Yes. Now, what kind of plot hook do you think they're going to be used for season three? Um, well, I can't, I can't say. Well, other than the big one, like... Season one, they're learning how to come together as Voltron, and a couple of them gain better bonding with their lions. 
And it's safe to say that in this season, they kind of like get close to their line because the Lions are sentient. Yes. Um, so what do you think they're going to do for season three to come for that? I, they don't have to learn how to be Voltron. They don't have to bond closer with their lions. I would say the discovery that there's more Altaians. They're not all dead. That would be most awesome. Yes. Um, I'm hoping maybe because this was in like the first uh, season of the original Voltron. Uh, Merla, Queen of Darkness. The one who had the Pegasus. Do you remember her? From season one? From the original Voltron. Oh, okay. That would be kind of cool. Uh, maybe the... Um, I don't know, I would like to see some of the original plot threads. They already did like a haunted castle. Yeah. Um, I would like to see maybe the guy who takes over Blue Lion for Allura in the oh, original yeah, series. Oh, ends up being like snakes. Yeah. I love that they use... They, throughout season one, they had never used the phrase Robeast. Right. And finally in season two, they did. Yeah. Uh, we're facing robotic beasts. Robeasts. <laughs> yeah. I um, was like, yes, they said it. They said it. I would like to explore more of Allura's relationship with uh, Altea. I mean. That would be kind of cool. I want more Koran. Yes, Koran is one of my favorite characters. <laughs> uh, the other plot thread that they're going to have to tie up is Pidge. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there was a plot thread throughout season one. And I do like the fact that they aren't... They had the big reveal in season one that Pidge was... Actually uh, a girl. Uh, actually a girl. I'm really happy that they don't, like, just crash the spectrum and just go, you know, her wearing dresses all the time. It's just like, it's Pidge. Yeah. I mean... Pidge is Pidge. Pidge is Pidge. Yeah, it's like a non-issue. It was like an issue for one episode. Yeah. That was it. It was like... Okay. And, and that was when she was struggling with be- being the paladin, because she felt she had lied to her friends. Yeah, I was like, alright, cool, whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm all I'm, I'm all for it. I know some people who weren't happy with that, and I'm like, chill out. It's like, get over it. Yeah, it's like, come on now, like, that's not a humongous issue. Yeah. It's not an issue brought up in every episode. If it was brought up every episode or something, I would have more of a problem with it, but... yeah. It's not, so... I would like to see, like, next season, like I said, the guy who was Snakes that tried to take Allura's uh, blue line in the original series, mm-hmm. I would like to see him come back to try to take over piloting one of the lions, and it's the reverse of the role, you know how, like, Lance is always smitten by females? Yeah. Um, It would be interesting if it was, he was just, like, this handsome dude, and even Allura, and... Pidge. We're like, ooh, that's a handsome man. Um Cause not- I think there I think there is going to be a character, but we can't really talk about it. Yeah. Um so yeah, really go watch it. Uh it's not that long of a watch. Four and a half hours I calculated. Really? If every episode is twenty three minutes long and there's thirteen episodes, four and a half hours exactly. It's not bad. Yeah. I was like, Oh, it's, it's over. Because I I was like I was like, it's happening. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow's the day. Today's the day. I downloaded it at four in the morning and then I watched it. And I was like, it's over already. I feel it's like, you know, when you look forward to something so much and then it finally happens and you're like, yes, oh, that was it. Yeah, exactly like that. It's so easily bingeable. Oh, my God. The whole series is. Yes. Uh, 
So yeah, go watch it. Yeah. So have you been playing any fun new games? Um, last week after our podcast, um, went home and played Paper Mario Color Splash. How is that? Um, I love it. It's actually one of the less RPG-ish Paper Mario games. How so? You don't gain levels. Hmm. How do battles happen? Uh, you use cards. So, you get cards. Some are colored, some are not. And you have to put paint. And paint's like one of those things you have to, uh, monitor. Mm-hmm. So, you don't want to run out of paint. Because if you run out of paint, you can't power up your battle cards. And huh. if you don't power up your battle cards, you can only use them, like, once. So, like, they are weaker. You can't get your full combos out of them. So, and you have to paint the environment. And you get paint from smashing objects with your hammer. So, nice. like, you smash a yellow crate, you get yellow paint. Nice. And it's really cool. Um, battles aren't, like I said, you don't gain levels. You don't have allies. And you get uh, thing cards that are, like, real-world objects, like a fan. That yeah. helps, like, unfurl a page. Uh, nice. You get a fire extinguisher to put out, like, a fiery club of the boss. And it's really awesome. Nice. And it's just... It's the same Nintendo charm. Like, it, they brought us uh, Kirby Yarn... Uh, what was it? Poochie's Quest. Uh, it was uh, Yoshi's Poochie. Yoshi's uh, Poochie's Quest for 3DS. Uh, Woolly World. Yeah. What was... um. Mar- Kirby Epic Kirk- Yarn. Kirby Epic Yarn. It's that same kind of like you could very easily see this being an actual thing with like paper cutouts and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's HD to the point of you can see the grain of the paper. Nice. On some some of the construction paper. Nice. And like they have water textures where it's just like little you know ribbons of paper just spiraling down onto a paper water wheel and it's just like this is it's charming. Nice. I'll have to look into it. It's like I said, it's not a hard game, but sometimes it is. You're just like, oh my god, I'm out of paint. You have to question, you have to prioritize. Do I want to paint the environment in this run through the level? And you have to collect many paint stars mm-hmm. in order to finish the level. And mo- most places have like two stars. And you really have to prioritize. Do I want to paint the level and get 100% paint coverage on this? Or do I want to complete the objective? And the objective is usually the paint stars. Nice. And so you do that and, you know, you collect uh, music for the museum if you get 100% paint on each level. And it's really cool. Nice. Yeah. I've been playing, uh, I got Ruby Grim Eclipse. Right. How is it? It is good. It's for Ruby fans. Yeah. The controls are somewhat good. Right. Sometimes the combat's a little off, but like the look of the game, it it's very much Ruby. Right. And the fact of when you watch Ruby, you're not watching it for the graphics, you're watching it for the stylized fights and the character interaction. Yeah. That's very much what this game is. Who's your favorite character to play as? Oh, Nora. Easy. Ah, nice. I I I've played it all all the uh Ruby girls. Right. Not a humongous fan. Not a fan. Um, Are you not a, which one's the worst? I'm guessing Weiss. Weiss is not great. I not my style of character. Right. Um, Yang is pretty good, but she's mostly DPS. Right. So she's quick, but deals less damage. Right. Whereas Nora is slower, but like kills everything with her hammer. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, so it's not bad. Is it multiplayer? It can be over internet. Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah, but it's pretty fun. 
I I've enjoyed it so far. I'm at like at level three, and it's pretty difficult. Nice. Or I'm just terrible. Probably a little both. Um, the other game I've been playing is Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Link. How is that? I had been seeing a lot of advertisements for it. I'm like, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I downloaded it. It's actually really fun. Is it, it is... like that Yu-Gi-Oh! Bam or whatever it was? No. God, no. This is actually like a legit Yu-Gi-Oh! game. Nice. Um, You like level up. And you level up your character. And each character can level up separate from each other. Right. So right now I play as uh, Seto Kaiba. Well, naturally. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> it was like, you can choose from Yu-Gi-Oh! Or Yu-Gi-Oh! Or Seto Kaiba. And I'm like, hmm, narcissistic jerk? Yeah, that, okay. And it's like, narcissistic jerk? Or child who's super hopeful? Oh, Seto's here, too. Um, <laughs> oh, hey, there's Joey. <laughs> and it was like, okay, I'll, I'll choose Seto. Uh, you aren't playing as, like, Taya Gardner? No. Uh, I have her I have her unlocked so I can play as her using her deck. Right. Uh, her deck is not great, but you can, uh, you, so each character, when they level up, they get unlocks. So like, oh, you unlocked maybe this card or you unlocked this ability or whatever. Right. And then as you do battles, after every battle, you can earn coins. Does your character have abilities like, you know, I don't know. Yugi's could be hard of the cards. Uh, right now for Seto, what I have is a uh, strong determination or something, and it automatically plays a field card that helps for most of the base monsters. Nice. Um, so it's kind of cool. Um, and then you can level up. Can he also like play three blue eyes in one turn? No. And then fuse into blue eyes ultimate? No, not quite. Dang. But no, it's actually really fun. Uh, you can buy card packs with actual money. There is that microtransaction, but it's also very easy to get gems to buy. So for 500 gems, I can buy 10 packs of cards with like four cards each. Right. So I can get 40 cards for like two hours worth of play. Or I can spend five bucks and do the same thing. Yeah, basically. Nice. So it's really enjoyable. I was really hesitant going in because it's like... It's like Yu-Gi-Oh! And I'm like, okay. But See, it really is. My theory is for games like like mobile games that pay to remove the ads, if I sit there and I can play concurrently, or overall, over an hour, I will pay the dollar to remove the ads. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I understand that you... They took a lot of time to create this, and it, if it's worth an hour of my time... It's worth a buck. It's worth a buck. No, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, look into it. You can have like friends and there's a ranked match that are live. The matches are actually live. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I love that idea. Cause so it's not like, oh, I'm just battling like a recording. Somebody's actually having to make a decision. But do you have to play it live or can I play my turn? No, but see, I would but love it's it. It's not that long cause it's the 4,000 life points. Right. So it's like, oh, okay. And if you've got a decent deck. It's like, okay, back and forth. It's really fast. And there is a timer, though. Nice. So it's not like your opponent can sit there and go, I'm not going to take my turn. Nice. It's like 180 seconds, so it's like two minutes they have so to do anything. Pretty so, sure that's three minutes. That would be true. That but, would be I mean, don't, 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 you know. Hey, man, I run I run a gaming, gaming and anime podcast, not a math podcast. <laughs> right? Math and chill? No. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's really enjoyable. Go look it up. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing that a lot lately. So Nice. What game came out today that you're interested in that you were talking about? Dragon Quest Eight. Okay, tell me more. 
Um, well, I don't. Here's the thing. It came out on PlayStation 2 uh, 10 years ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something about that. And mom played that actually a lot. Yes. And it was great hearing the game and like the symphonic track and it just looked like fun. Mm-hmm. But for, what was it? Gosh, would have been. No, it was well over 10 years ago because we were still in Vegas. Yeah. So it would have been, you know, 12, 13 years ago. So 14 year old me was definitely not interested in like a slow RPG because it was like 50, 60 hours. So it was just like, uh, I'm going to go play Final Fantasy 10. Yeah. Uh, or uh, 12 at that time. Yeah. No. Right. Dragon Quest 8 had the demo at 12. That's right. And that was the one where you got to fight, fight Gilgamesh. Hey, by the way. You know what you need to get for your PlayStation 4? What? Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Edition. Why? Because it's uh, an HD version of Final Fantasy XII. Ooh. Is that out? I, wonder. I don't think so. I would have no. heard about it. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, and so it's... Dragon Quest Eight. I've gotten into Dragon Quest more in the recent years. Yeah. Uh, just because it's no longer the stock, like... Same as Final Fantasy. Like, if you go back and look at Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior 1, it plays a lot like Final Fantasy. It's Final Fantasy. It's, yeah, it's Final Fantasy, but with maybe, like, 1% more puns. But now that they've redone, like, 4, 5, 7, and all them, it's like, this is, like, 1,000% more puns. Yeah. Um, one of the enemies in the new game is called the Left Wing. And it's like, the Left Wing constantly argues with the Right Wing and the body politics. And it's just like, it's this whole political thing. And it's like, because it's like, it used to be like, uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and there's a recolor. It's right wing, left wing, body, and I think it's like the president or something like that. <laughs> and it's like, what is nice. this nonsense? And then, of course, uh, you know, Dragon Quest is full of puns and like cheeky, you know, jokes of, ah, that's a double entendre. <laughs> is there going to be a multiplayer component? There is a little bit. You can trade items back and forth, I believe. Ooh. And there's a couple new um party members. And Why would you want anybody but what is it? Uh Angelo, Yangus, Jessica, and the hero. Yeah. Yeah. Is there uh, any need for anybody else? No, absolutely not. Um but yeah, I'm excited to get that. Like the alchemy pot is instant now. <gasps> rather than just like running around. I, I kinda like the running around idea, but okay. Yeah. Um and what else is there? The descriptions of a lot of these skills is retooled so it reads better. Oh, okay. Because that was still during the, you know, not the Woolsey era of translation, but that dodgy, we have the puns down, but now it's we need to work on our translation of how the abilities work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. And I already think I know how to how I'm specking, like, the hero and uh, Jessica. Jessica's gonna, definitely going to be using whips. Yeah. Whips have high crit, boomerangs, things like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anything else before we go into our list? Mm, no. Because I have a small bit. Are, are, you getting, are you getting Dragon Quest 8? I maybe. Are you going to get Resident Evil 7? Because we talked about that. Oh, is it out yet? Yes, I believe. No, two days, I think. Two days. Oh, probably. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. We're going to be talking about anime. Yes. Because we do so very rarely. Yeah, it feels like on occasion. It's in seasons, literally seasons. Um, 
And every time I talk about anime, I try to bring this up so that new new listeners can get this idea. Anime is very different. Yes. So you may have matching genres, but it's very different in how it handles it. And animes typically have, I would say, like three cruxes that right. they can have. And uh, that would be violence, blood, and a sexual component. Yes. So I separate violence and blood because look at Dragon Ball Z. Lots of fighting, but not a lot of blood. Yes. So it's like, okay, that's fine. But then the sexual component is, it can be anything from like a character super flirting with a girl to a character making advances on characters towards how they're dressed, how, how they're, they're stylized. dressed, how they're stylized, whether or not they linger on shots of the TNA. Yeah. So animes have, they can, ha- it's like they can have those cruxes, but that shouldn't stop a person from watching. But ultimately what it is, is you have to make the decision of what you're okay with. Of like, are you okay with going in and knowing, okay, there's going to be some violence or there's going to be some blood or there's going to be a flirty character or character that's dressed um, a little less than what you would. Yeah. Um, so as long as you go into that knowing it, I think it's a little better. Sometimes it's the coming out of left field and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was not expecting this. Yeah. So in that, the, the anime is that we're going to be... Um, recommending for beginner anime viewers some of them will have those cruxes i tried to keep mine to a minimum right um but that's not to say they're perfect like what i'm okay with watching is going to be very different from what somebody else is okay with watching right so ultimately just because we make these recommendations doesn't mean that you're gonna like them and if you like something doesn't mean that we would so, ultimately, it comes down to what you're cool with. Yeah. So, with that, our top ten-ish or so... Yeah. <laughs> I only had nine. Uh, recommended anime for beginner anime or getting back into anime. Uh, and I'm using only Netflix. Yeah, I have Netflix, Hulu, and, like, maybe one Crunchyroll. Yeah. Yeah. And mine are all going to be in English. Because I was like, well... For the beginner, they're going to want to watch something in English so that they can yeah, do something else. I get that. Yeah. So, do you want to start off? Yeah. Okay. My, and these are in no particular order. Yeah, no. No particular order. They're just all. the ones that came to mind when I was thinking about this list. Okay. Girls und Panzer. I've talked about it before. Uh, basically, like 15, 16-year-old girls um, driving tanks and having tank battles. Cool. There is uh, very little... Like, I don't things of sexual nature. It's like really not cut and dry because it's actually pretty cool. Uh, there's not a lot of there's like no male characters in the show. Okay. So and it's all it's in like an all girls school and they pilot tanks. Okay. Yeah. Um. There's not a lot more to explain other than it's girls driving tanks. Dr- girls driving tanks and having tank battles. There's like the Russian team. There's the British team, the Japanese, the American team. Nice. Oh, it's a, it's a really cool show. Good. Okay. There's Good. not a lot to say about that. Though. No, there's really not. <laughs> Gonna go with the easy gimme here. Right. Naruto. Right. 
Um, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, okay, when I look at Netflix and I pull up the anime tab, what always pulls up? Naruto's always one of the first things that pulls up. Right. That's actually a really good start to watching anime. I can say that has a slow burn at the start. Yes, it does. And near the beginning, you have to deal with the protagonist, Naruto, yelling, believe it, every ten minutes. Yes. If you can get past that... It's actually a really, really good anime that has a lot of arcs and a lot of character growth. Yes. So I I think that if you're going to start watching it, that's actually a really good one. It has violence, but not like hyper violence or anything like that. And I don't believe it has a ton of blood. No. And that there's very little like... uh, until a little later seasons, there's very little, like, TNA. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know in the very early season, Naruto has uh, sexy no jutsu. Yeah. Which looks like a, for lack of better words, it's a naked woman behind clouds. Yeah. With very strategically placed clouds. Yeah. But they don't use that, they use that for its, they, they, they use that to uh, rattle perverted characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they cut use of that a lot. They p- cut that pretty hard. It's like used like three times in the first ten episodes, then like never. Yeah, until like the first episode of second, like the second series. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's a really good one to start with. Yeah. It's one we kind of started with. Yeah, that and Avatar. Yep. Back in the early days of Netflix where you had to get discs. Yeah. Wait 4,000 years to get a disc. <laughs> yeah. Only to find out it's scratched. Yep. Okay, what is your number two? Uh, Tonari no Sekikun, the master of killing time. They're like ten little ten-minute episodes. Uh-huh. And it's about this boy. I think we talked about this last week. This boy, he kills time in class by doing things like playing with little robot models, making a little driver's course and getting a driver's license with an RC car, uh, having his little like bear, his little stuffed bear, get a climbing license and climbing the kid in front of him's back. So uh, ultimately it's like an, a 10 minute episode to fit like, Hey, we can't think of it. We, you'd fit this show, Hatalia and, uh, Benin. Kaiju girls. Each of them are like 10, 10 minutes. So you'd put those in a half an hour block together. Yes. It's kind of like, um, Bananian. Banania. It's one of those shows that I don't have very long to kill. I'm just going to watch like three episodes of this. Yeah. And it's funny. Because the girl beside him is just like, she's like, I'm not going to look over there. I'm not going to get distracted by him. And she gets more wrapped up in it than he does. Nice. And it's like, oh my gosh. There you go. My number two. Right. Sword Art Online. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Um, it It really is polarizing. I'm not a fan. Are you not? No. I'm a fan of the first half. Okay. That, actually, I was going to address that. Right. The first half is probably the best half. If you're going to... Uh, here's just my two cents. That that kind of storyline. Watch Senyu on Crunchyroll. Kid dies and goes to a fantasy world where he has to fight the Demon King. For me, I chose this one because it's a good intro into the idea of a character gets trapped into a game. Yes. So it's a very easy one to get into, like a very the main character is he's there. Right. Um but it's one of those like that is a genre that's up and coming, especially with VR. 
yes. being as prevalent as it is, of of characters getting trapped in games, and if they die in the game, they die in real life. I don't want to say like this, but I think South Park kind of started the idea by having the uh, make love not Warcraft. Yes, yeah. And so um, it's like that whole gaming. You can create an episode in a game. Yeah. There. Yeah, that's entirely true. Um, but as far as like beginning, it's not bad. Um, uh, actually, wait, wait, wait. It wasn't South Park? It was Tron. Yep, you're right. You are entirely right. Um, the second half is weak and has some concepts that I'm like. Eh. Or right, wait, what's my second half? Are you talking about Alfine? Oh, see, I thought even the first half, the first, the second half, the first volume was just like, ugh. When um, it started to become less about the action, more about the romance, it was like, nah, I'm done. I was okay with it. With yeah, anyway, I kind of checked out. It's real for me. It was really good. It got me into that genre. Right. Um. Then a guy got into like Overlord and Log Horizon, things like that. No game, no life. Oh yeah. So it's these aren't like the best of the best. But I tried to pick things that had a wide range. So, and this goes back to what you were saying earlier. Not everyone has to agree. Right. And even amongst us, like we don't agree. Our list. We compared lists earlier. We had one thing in common. Yes. Um, but I chose things, I cho- like, I was gonna pick, like, Full Metal Alchemist, but I looked at my list, and I was like, you know, I have a lot of action-adventure fantasy, I was right. like, I'm not gonna add it, because I already have, and I'm like, I didn't add Fairy Tale. I very could've easily could've added that, but I was like, Naruto fills that area, Sword Online fills the fantasy action magic sort of thing, so I was like, it's not necessary. I tried to choose a wide range of genre to kind of like, okay, try this one. Do you like anything of this? Okay, yes. Okay, how about this one? Do you like any of these genre ideas? No? Okay, well, we can narrow down that way you can kind of get a wide range of yeah. things. I mean, that's kind of what I did. I chose ones that everyone's heard of, like I, Fullmetal Alchemist, things like that. Yeah. And then ones that almost nobody's heard of. But I've watched them like I love that show. Yeah. Because the concepts the show has and it shows maturity in a different way rather than just like, here's character A, they're a good guy. Yeah. You know that in Naruto, even Naruto's if Naruto is pretending to be a jerk just to get on the enemies, you know, catch the enemy by surprise, he's still a good guy. Yeah. Some of the enemies I have here are like, Oh dude, that guy is a bad guy. He's a jerk. Yeah. Oh wait, no, he's a good guy. Oh, he does bad things for good reason. Which, can I move on to my next one? I was going to say, do you want to move on to your number three? Terran Resonance. Okay. Two brothers are actually terrorists. But they're the good guys. Because they were kidnapped by the government and were more or less, like, programmed and blank slated. Mm -hmm. And they just want the other kids to be free and they want the truth of what happened. Sounds like, uh... Code Geass. Yes. Technically terrorists, but they're the good guys. Yeah. And so, like, they they plant bombs in places, but make sure they're evacuated. So nobody gets hurt. Only property damage. Huh. Until oh. the very, like, halfway through, there's, like, a plane that's about to crash into the airport. And they have to stop that. And it's just one of those gripping animes that's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're, they're doing horrible things, but they're the good guys. Hmm. And it's really interesting to see the twists and turns and what's going on. Interesting. Yeah. Number three. Right. Madoka Magica. 
uh, is that the one, uh, the festival parade or something like that? Witches no. parade. What no, am I thinking be, of? You're thinking of super defense, super high school defense club, or dream fantasy? No, 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 no. There's one that there's like the golem in the sm- middle of town. Revived during the parade. I have no idea. This is not that. If it is, it's a story uh, story item, not a plot synopsis. Who knows? Um, very much in the vein of like uh, the Magical Girl anime, right? Um, so think Sailor Moon, uh, Glitter Force, Glitter Force. If you're on Netflix and have low standards, I like Glitter Force. Like I said, low standards. Um, but something I was really fascinated by. In right. one of the Madoka Magica series, there is like four of them on Netflix. Right. The transformation sequences. When you think Magical Girl transformation sequences, what do you think of? The exact way I get ready for work. <laughs> do you ever like picture gratuitous, kind of like the lingering on the chest, lingering on the butt? Mm. Sort of like, okay, we get it. Like they're transforming into high-heeled boots and in my transformation skirts. sequence before I go to work, it definitely lingers there. But it's like okay, <laughs> right. uh-huh. it's like BDU pants just form around my legs, boots just like shut the wing and just like cram onto my feet. But you know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of them like they kind of linger, and it's like okay, like you're like they lose their clothing and then they get it back and you're like okay kind of like a cross fusion in Mega Man and D Warrior yeah whereas in this one the transformation sequence I looked up right it was all like dance uh, dance moves like they were like silhouetted right and so like the one girl is doing like a uh, a dance routine you'd see for like figure skating right another one does like a uh, break dance. Another one does like a K-pop dance. Right. So like they're all different dance maneuvers as they're transforming. I dig it. Now that's not to say they don't like Linger. have like the picture, the image of like uh, like their mini skirt or whatever. But it doesn't linger unnecessarily long. Right. It's you know it's one of those like okay it's it's technically there but if you blink you missed it. Right. Sort of thing. So it's like okay cool. So it's a very apparent from what I've heard because I haven't watched all of it. It's right. a dark magical girl anime, kind of like um, was it Mon- not Monster Girl Academy? Uh, magical Girl Academy. Yeah, kind of like that. Where it's like okay, like people die. Yeah, and it's like okay, so it's not like Sailor Moon where it's like oh those five characters oh and Tuxedo Mask yeah they're invincible yeah nothing could literally happen to them. Agreed. So. I, I that's why I recommend it. It gets you into that magical girl. It, if that's not your jam, so be it. If it is, great. There yeah. is a large plethora. I'm of definitely animals. into it. Like I said, it's how I get ready for work. Right. You like the magical girl. I genre. do. And I I, re- I joke about that. I really want to get a shirt that uh, says I only do yoga f- to practice my magical girl transformation. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, you're number four. Um, assassination classroom. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, lighthearted kids are trying to kill their teacher who's a tentacle monster. Who's an alien. Monster, tentacle monster alien, okay? Actually, he's not an alien. Oh? You haven't watched the whole series, have you? No, I have not. Womp womp. <laughs> he's not alien. That sounds like Monokuma from uh, 
What is it? Uh, Danganronpa. Uh, Danganronpa. I've not seen the second series. Uh, Hope, I've Despair, and da da da. I've seen it. And I just used da da da. Whatever it was. Um, no, Assassination Classroom is really cool. They have really cool characters, and characters that everyone can identify with. There's like, and they're because they're all kids. There's like the pervy kid who likes li- likes girls way too much. There's the kid who his mom wanted a girl, so he always has long hair, <laughs> and so he struggles with that. And at one point, it's just like you're you're like really tying into my fourth choice, right? And we didn't even like build these lists together. No. Um. And, like, then there's, like, Karma, there's the cool kid. There's the kid who struggles with who he is because he's half-monster. And it's like... Whoa, 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 whoa. Spoilers, man. Spoilers. Eh, I mean, it's not really spoilers because they, like, the first time he's introduced, like, oh, yeah, he's half-monster. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's not human. Yeah. Well. So. And, uh, I mean, so it's a really cool, and the kids learn stuff about themselves rather than trying to kill their teacher. It starts off as that, but... Yeah. yeah, it really starts off like, we're going to kill the teacher, and every episode's just like, alright, come on, kids, get get over it. You know you're not going to get this. You know, yeah, you're literally no skill 14-year-olds. As a 14-year-old, I've been like, mm, yeah, I don't no. think he's going to die with me playing Kingdom Hearts, so... Right? Yeah. Okay, my fourth choice. It's right. It's funny you mentioned, like, the guy who has long hair. Or in Husk Club. Oh, gosh. I actually like that anime. Me too. It can make some people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, there. I would you say there's a sexual component? It's weird, in that I would say it's flirty but not sexual. So the premise is like this club has a this school has a club where these guys have they they dress well. They're the pretty boys. Right. And they have, like, tea with the girls. The girl's like, hey, I want to have tea with somebody. And what it is is these guys focus on the girl yeah. alone. Uh, it's sort of like maid cafes in Japan. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. One of the characters is actually a girl that joins the club. Yes. So it, there's the hijinks there, and one of the club members falls in love with her and everything. And, of course, that's played by Vic Mignogna. Oh, yeah. But you, there are some characters where you're like, okay, they're a little bit... Like the brothers, the twin the, brothers. The twin brothers. You're like, okay. And the honey senpai. The honey senpai. <laughs> honey senpai. Um, but I enjoy it. It's a dark horse anime. So if you're not into it, that's really not surprising. But I threw it on the list because I was like, well, it's the school life, slice of life, and a romantic comedy. Yeah. So it's a genre that is not represented very much. It's like, not represented. School life is, slice of life is, romantic comedy is, but that's mostly like anime that is typically um, marketed towards girls. Yes. Whereas this one, it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's on the main page of Netflix like all the time. See, I mean, I, me and Kelly have this conversation all the time. She's been watching a lot of like the romance animes. I'm like, I mean, okay, how are you like, like this is, this just seems boring to me. And, like, some of them are really cool. Then it's like, all right, come on. Can we just get to a fight some point? Can we get into some hijinks? <laughs> Laser beams. I want them now. It's like, one of them was like, the guy was blackmailing the girl. And she's like, I don't know why I really like this. And I'm joking with her. I'm like, oh, maybe because you want to be in an abusive relationship. And she's like, no. And I'm like, you're just like, oh, this dude's blackmailing her. That's and he, But they're falling in love. I'm like. 
That doesn't make it okay. <laughs> I, he's, he's just, he does it because he likes her. Whoa, 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 whoa. You were setting back gender equality for like a decade. <laughs> yes. It was like well, over a decade because that'd be the 90s. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That'd be early 2000s. Yeah. And so it's like, come on. And then some are like really cool. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's really cool. Yeah. What's your number five? My number five is Macross or Robotech. Okay. I cannot say enough about Robotech. I think we've talked about that ad nauseum. Probably. Uh, I have, I collect a lot of Robotech stuff. Okay. Well, you collect a lot of Mac stuff. Ma- yeah, Mac stuff. Well, I have the uh, Robotech RPG books. Oh, yeah? Yep. Um, I'm going to get some of the Hasegawa 172nd model uh, Valkyries. Nice. And for my own little Valkyrie squadron. So you'd say it's a mech anime? <laughs> it's, um, yeah, mech slice of life. Okay, I can dig it. Yeah, and it's it explores the concept of humanity. It explores just what it means to be at war and in a adult, realistic love triangle. Okay, I'm going to need you to stop reading my list. Right. Um... <laughs> I mean, because there's, uh, there's no spoilers for this because it's like over 30 years old now. It's older than we are. Yeah. Um, the main character, Rick, falls in love with Min May, who's like a younger girl, about his age. Yeah. And so he's about 20, I'd say. And she's maybe 18. Yeah. And so then he's, you know, staunchly anti-war. And then he joins the Veritech program because, you know. Reasons. Reasons. And then he starts falling in love with his commanding officer, Lisa, who's maybe, I'd say, 24, 25. Yeah. Yeah. And so then there's this weird triangle between he has feelings for Minmay, and he's falling in love with Lisa. Lisa is falling in love with him, but wants to deny it. But then Minmay's cousin comes along. Lisa's enamored by him because... Let me start with saying Japan is a very different culture. Yes. So, falling in love with your cousin, apparently, is pretty common. Yeah. Okay. And Look, he I just, I just want to make that is public an service. abusive drunk who takes, you know, Minmay and makes her work beyond what she can. Yeah. Lisa starts falling in love with him because he re- reminds her of her ex, her ex, who's now dead on Mars. Who has been dead since before the Furies. Yes. And Rick hates Lynn Kyle, who's the cousin. Yeah. Because he's how Rick used to be, so anti-war that he's violent towards officers. Wow, that sounds kind of vaguely familiar in nowadays society. Right? Um, and it's so applicable to all times. Yeah. You have the episodes where people die, and they deal with, you know, death yeah. in war, and how they deal with it, and what goes through people's heads. Yeah. And they deal with... Our enemy is now our friend, and how do we, how do we overcome these barriers that used to make us enemies? Yeah. It's very much applicable in the modern age, I oh, would yeah. say, because it deals with a lot of issues we're still dealing with. Yeah, I see it. And, of course, then you have, like, Vanessa, Kim, and... The Bridge Bunnies. The Bridge Bunnies. Vanessa, Kim, and... Who was Sammy. Sam- yeah, Samantha. Okay, you mentioned Max, Knights of Sidonia. 
Right. It's a Netflix original show, which I love Netflix's original programming. Right? Kelly's watching The Magicians now. Huh? Kelly is watching The Magicians. You should too. They all seem like horrible people. They are, but you should watch it. And I can't root for them. You should watch it. The new season starts. It's like one of the shows where like, I'm dying to watch live. Yeah. Um. So it's a Netflix original anime. Next. Right. Where they're fighting aliens that are pretty much immune to everything they do. But humans have evolved. They have modified themselves to where they actually don't eat. They actually use photosynthesis. Humans do. Yes. And oh. they also don't uh, breathe the same. Right. I don't know. They don't go into that, but they kind of mention that men, they somehow men, they did that so men and women could work together without being distracted by sexual tension. Right. Um, really cool anime. At first I wasn't all about it, but you know what? It's really good. Nice. Um, it's worth watching. There's only two seasons so far. Right. So what was your number six? Corey in the house. No, I'm joking. Uh, if you go, if you're on Imgur Reddit, that's that its favorite anime. Nice. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Do you want to talk about Voltron together? Since that's my next one, I know it's on yours. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll save the discussion for when it gets because mine's like way lower down on the list. Okay. Dragon Ball Z. Yes. Dragon Ball. Actually, we can talk about it together because it's no in no particular order. Right. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z. It is. I would say one of the very first fighting animes. Yes. In that, that's all it is. There's some character progression, character arcs. They grow stronger. They go, Yeah, fighting. they grow stronger through fighting and yelling. And lots of yelling. Lots of yelling. <laughs> nudity. Was, uh, <laughs> not really nudity, but they lose their shirts. Yeah. A lot. And it's just so fun to watch. It's like watching Fast and Furious in an anime form. You can turn your brain off and enjoy it. Yeah. It's like, oh no, Piccolo's going to charge up his special beam cannon for six episodes. But that's what is so delightful about it. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going, like, I found on Amazon that I can buy, like, the seasons, season by season. And so I'm probably just going to buy them and watch them on Amazon video. Nice. Because I have not watched all the through. Me either. I've watched the San arc. Yep. With our buddy Andrew. And then I watched it work once. I've watched the Cell Saga and the beginning of the Saiyan Saga. And sagas are now arcs. Yeah. And I've watched most of the Cell Saga. So I've missed, like, some of the Frieza. Um, Any of the Ginyu? Hit and miss on the Ginyu. Okay. It's one of those, like, it's such a long show that we'd watch it, and I, like, fall asleep, wake up, watch more, fall asleep, wake up, watch some more. Go to class, come back, still watching it. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. And so it's one of those, like, I need to catch all of them in, in a row. And then I would like to watch uh, Dragon Ball... Dragon Ball Z Super? Yes. And what's the one with uh, Pan? Not Kai. GT. GT. GT's not bad. Yeah. It's not good, but it's not bad. It's not Dragon Ball Z Kai. Yeah. Okay. Magi, Adventure of Sinbad. I've watched like six episodes of that. It is really good. It's again an action adventure, right. but it's not your stereotypical one. Where it's set in like fantasy Europe. Well, there's a large chunk of time where it's not fighting or anything like that. It's how the how he deals with the world around him. Right. Like he's 
one episode, one whole episode is devoted to him raising money to own his own business, his own merchant business in the city. And he does that through storytelling of his story about things that we've seen in episodes prior. So he's just telling these stories to a crowd and it's explaining the world around him. Oh my gosh, is it How I Met Your Mother in anime form? Yeah. Kids, sit down and tell you How I Met Your Mother. Six seasons later, oh yeah, she died. Is that how it ended? Yeah, you didn't know? No. You let me spoil the ending of How I Met Your Mother on a gaming and anime podcast. <laughs> you never expected the Spanish Inquisition. Aha! Uh-huh. Uh, no, he they talk about it. Barney and Robin get a divorce. Oh yeah, Barney and Robin got married. <laughs> um, they got a divorce. Barney eventually had a kid. It was very heart heartwarming. Uh, Ted met his wife, and then she died after they had two kids. And they're like, "So what you're telling us is you're still in love with Aunt Robin?" Well, yeah. We'll go get her. <laughs> and that was the entire. Se- then he grabbed the uh, blue French horn. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Marshall became, like, a Supreme Court judge and things like that. And it's like, oh, yeah, your mom died. <laughs> Wait, what? Nice. <laughs> anyway, the Magi, Adventure <laughs> Sinbad. I love it. I, um, I, say, I say that because the uh, unreliable narrator. Because could he be telling the episodes, first couple episodes? No. What kids? happens is the first couple episodes, so he goes into this dungeon, raids it, and gets the power of a genie. Right. And then later episodes, he's telling that story again. But how do you know that the first sh- viewing of it? Because is in not... the first viewing of it, there's no narrator. How it's do you just... know that's not just the story set up? Kind of like how most How I Met Your Mother episodes, there's no narrator. It, I mean, it absolutely could be un- it could be the unreliable narrator, but I don't think it is. It's really good. Go watch it. It's really bingeable. And then there's other Magi series after it. So there's Magi Legends of the Kingdom and then Magi something else. Nice. Something else that's not on this list. Yes. Okay. My next one, Gurren Lagann. Almost had it on there. Yep. It's very much a mech anime. The second half of it is really sad. Is it? Oh my gosh, yes. After they fight off the Beastmen, it just takes on a different feel. And ends with Simone just being alone. For me, that was Simone is actually the reason I didn't put it on this list. What? Very, very much TNA. For me, not Simone. You're talking about uh, the the girl. What's the girl's name? Sniper girl. Yeah. I was like, "Eh." I liked it because even I still quote it to people who don't know it. Like I'll be at work and someone be like, "I don't know if I can do this," and I'll just I'll do the whole big bro thing like. Don't believe in you. Believe in the me that believes in you. And they'll be like, I know you're quoting something. I don't care what it is, but that made me feel better. It's a good anime. I, I like it. It just didn't make my list. Yours. My, my list of nine, where it clearly had one extra space. Yours. Your, your needle is the needle that will pierce the heavens. <laughs> I said that when a nurse could not get the uh, stick. And so they had a new nurse come in. One of the nurses I know. I'm like, no. Remember, not going to mention her name. Your needle is the needle that'll pierce the veins. <laughs> because the patient watched anime and they knew that. They just looked at me and I started laughing. It's like, yeah, we bad. We bad. We bad. No, it's really cool because it's very much, yeah, there's TNA, but there's not a lot of like, I don't know, 
feelings. <laughs> it's more... like, let's get giant robots and destroy things. There's more romantic, air quotes, romantic feelings between uh, Simone and Big Bro, right? Yeah, Kamina. Kamina. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, I say it's, that because there's not. It's bromance. It's kind of like how me and me and my buddy at work are. Yeah, I totally get that. Okay. Like, we'll we'll buy dinner and eat dinner together. Man, so romantic. Right? My next anime. Ruby. Really? It's on Netflix. You would have never guessed. Ba, 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 Let's just start with this anime is absurd. Yes. It's absurd in all the right ways. Oh, yeah. The, I mean, the, their fights are all what it's all about. Yeah. Um. Uh, if anyone wants to know what Ruby is, I showed them the fight with the crow. The crow. Fight with the crow. Uh, the ne- uh, Nevermore. Oh, okay, because there is a character named Crow. The crow. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, there's a character named the crow, but that's a newer season. Like, what fight are you showing? No, I'm talking about the Nevermore. Okay, yeah. The crow. <laughs> um, when I say it's absurd, I really do mean it, because there is a 50 caliber sniper scythe, a grenade, grenade launcher warhammer, a Gatling gun briefcase <laughs> and uh, a sword. It was a spear gun, a bow staff nunchucks gun. Yeah. Go on. The shotgun gauntlets. Shotgun gauntlets, shotgun anklets. Wait, does Yang get anklets? No. It's another character has shotgun anklets. Nice. Well, um, I mean, Yang wouldn't have shot, shot, shotgun gauntlets. She'd have a shockwave. Shotgun gauntlet. Uh, false. Um, <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Um, what does Pyrrha have in the you, modern seasons? You what? What does Pyrrha have in the newer seasons? <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> uh, stop spoiling stuff. You're the one who did. How so? You said, uh, screw you. Uh, anyway, go, go watch it. Uh, the first season is really good. It sets it up. There is four seasons total right now. Um, only the first three are on Netflix. Yes, and they are very easily to easy to watch. There's humor. There's serious moments towards the later seasons. Boop. Um. Yeah, and there's great character dynamics. Like the characters actually feel like they're interacting with each other instead of yeah, they're just here. To they're in the same room together. Yeah, they actually have feelings. Yeah. So anyway, mine yeah. psychopaths. You know what? We're on the same we're on the same note here, right? Uh, I have a different one, but it's around the same idea. What do you have? I have actually Death Note. Okay, um, Psychopaths is, uh, it's set in a world that you can't have like negative emotions because it it mentally disturbs you. Um, the way I understood, it, I watched it recently actually. Right. The way I understood it is you could barely have emotions. Period, because much like the Jedi, they believe that like. Uh, passion, right? Could lead that would lead you to fear losing it, which would lead to a negative emotion. I can see. It. So it was like you pretty much had to live your life with no emotions, doped up. And it's set with in like a police force using their uh, oh, what is their guns? Dominators, dominators to check and read the score. It's on your list. I know it's one of those like it's hard to explain, but so easy to love. I can explain it. All right, go ahead. 
in the future, you can't have these the, the negative thoughts or even really any thoughts because what it would relate, raise is this idea called a crime coefficient. Right. They would be like, oh, if you have a higher crime coefficient, you're more likely to create a crime. So that would actually like almost subvert your ability to live life normally. So you, if you had a high crime coefficient, you would be denied certain jobs. You would be told that you have to go to like almost a corrections facility to go get treated. So it really limited your life. However, if you had certain crime coefficient, you could actually join the police force as an enforcer and help catch people with higher crime coefficients. You were basically like a wild animal that's been domesticated to hunt. So if you got wild, you grew feral again, they could just shoot you and be like, yeah, well, you know, cost of doing business. And so it deals with that. But then there's like the moral implications later of how do you judge something for something they haven't done and who decides who's going to commit crime. And if that person doesn't believe it's wrong, then is it a crime? Kind of like a minority report. Yeah, actually, almost exactly. Yeah. Now, let me explain your anime. Okay. It's Taylor, it's Taylor Swift's. She's got a blank space, baby, and she'll write your name. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, I boys. Over. Let's go. Um, no, it's really not, though. Um, what it is, Death Note, is, is like, it, uh, this character gets a book that when he writes somebody's name, they'll die within, like, a minute. I think it's, like, five minutes? Uh, it's 45 seconds, I believe. Yeah. So there's definitely some hijinks going on about um, he's trying to get into the, the police academy and he's trying to deal with this super genius. So it's dealing with a lot of things. Right. Uh, so there's no high flying action. There's no like fight scenes or laser beams or anything like that. It's like watching an anime version of Law and Order without Ice Team. Yeah, it's very psychological. Like, I know you know. Well, I know that you know that I know. So I know that you know. And it's like, okay, we get it. And at the end of the series, you're like, oh, okay. See, like, my problem is I never got past the halfway point. It's really good. I did. There's a certain character that dies. I'm just like, well, I'm done. <laughs> right. So there you go. And then. Do you have one more? I have two more. I'm going to discuss the one, and then we can discuss it together. Okay. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Almost on my list. Yeah. Great series. I mean, I can't say enough about this. I feel like we've talked about this before. We have. Ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. If you haven't heard of it, then you're probably not listening to our podcast, actually. Because most people have some sort of passing knowledge of Full Metal Alchemist. And if you don't, let me explain this to you. Two brothers, their mom dies. They try to bring her back from the dead through alchemy, which exists in this world, and one of them pays the ultimate price by having his body ripped away, and the brother loses his leg. The brother then binds his little brother, Al's, soul into a suit of armor, costing his arm. So the price to bring back their mom is literally an arm and a leg, and guess what? They didn't bring their mom back. They... Go through the travels to find the Philosopher's Stone and uncover that some stuff went down. Uh, it depends on if you're watching the original series, some stuff went down because of their dad. Other stuff if you watch the Brotherhood, some stuff went down because 
their, their dad. dad. Uh, but in a different way, and their dad's kind of like not at fault. So he is, but he's like a, a hostage. Yeah. It's a really cool show. I can't recommend it enough. That's why, if it, if this were in any order, it's my number one pick. Okay. Because it's long enough to keep your attention, but not long enough to be like, okay, we get it. There are enough quick plot twists. Yeah, it's like, here's the plot twist. We're done. Problem solved. Mission accomplished. Go watch something else. Yeah, no, I totally get that. It's not like One Piece, where it's been going for over... 10 years? years? Yeah. It's coming to an end, though. Soon. They eventually find it. They're just going to find a little scrap of paper. The true treasure was your friendship all along. Oh. It's like Stand By Me with Usopp. <laughs> uh, also like Will Wheaton. Um, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Um, yeah, Full Alchemist is great. Our final choice we had actually talked about already. Voltron. Voltron, yeah. We've actually talked about it already, so I mean... It's anticlimactic, but Voltron. There it is. Go watch. The Legendary Defenders, specifically. Yeah, very specific. Uh, because going back to the original series, it is kind of painful to watch on occasion. They do not form Voltron for the first five episodes. Right? And they don't form the Blazing Sword too often enough. It's like, let's try everything else. Oh yeah, we got the thing that kills everything instantly. <laughs> the thing that's killed everything ever. Yeah. Cool. Any other recommendations? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Chrono Crusade. That's a good one. Yeah, old, good. It's an old meme, but it, it checks out. In, it is in standard definition. It uh, makes me sad at the end. Yes, it does. That's still one of the saddest moments ever. Yes. Anyway, you can find us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Right. Instagram gaming and chill podcast. And uh, don't forget to tweet us using the hashtag Gaming and Chill Podcast. We're actually running a Zelda questions. Like, if you have questions about Zelda. Yep. Seems how Breath of the Wild is coming out. Uh, the week before, we're actually going to be doing a special episode talking about the time. And what date is that, by the way? So that way I can have... I don't have my calendar up right now. So I can have more questions. Um, we already have one question. Yes, we do. We're not going to talk about it yet. No. I'm doing research about it, actually. I actually have the answer. Me too, but I'm doing research to back We'll talk that about up. that answer after the podcast. Um, so make sure to tweet us questions about Zelda, what your thoughts are, are you excited about it? We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, go ahead and go on iTunes and give us a rating and a thumb, or leave us a review that helps uh, spread the word that so other people can enjoy our melodramatic talk. Yeah, right. So until next week, have a good one. And don't forget the tickets. Yeah.